This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Hey, history buffs, fans of history, fans of things long gone by. Welcome to This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm. Today, Armand and I break down August 25th throughout the annals of time. Let's go back one step. Do we have something? Yes, we do. Well, we strive for exactitude, as Armand likes to say. Well, we were talking about the burning of the White House, which, of course, was not the White House that time. It was called the Executive Mansion. That's or, it. Or the Presidential Palace. I don't, do you like, know when I, they... I don't like Presidential Palace. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I do. don't like that at all. Because I like the Executive Mansion. No, Presidential Palace. We don't need a palace. Right. The uh, Regent's Palace. How about that? No. How about the Executive Mansion? That'll the, do fine. Uh, autocratic Apartment. No, I don't yeah, like that either. All right, well, I do, because that's what it is now. Well, now, but... Yeah, anyway, uh, you know when they first called the White House? I'm going to guess sometime in the 1830s. 1901. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Now, then, Everybody's now, favorite? Yeah, our now favorite you've asshole. got my interest. So, technically... Teddy Roosevelt. Abraham Lincoln never lived in the White House. Well... It depends. Well, they, he didn't say. He that. didn't say, "Hey, Mary Todd, uh, let's yonder uh, mosey up to the White House." Well, I, she would have probably called it La Maison Blanc or Blanche because mm, she, yeah, liked she the spoke French. French, yes. Yeah, she, I don't think she was you know, stuck cor- for that. Of sorry. course, she's from Louisville, so of course she was big into French. I have always counted on the <laughs> kindness of strangers. <laughs> she would have been a great Blanche Dubois. Yeah, she's just lucky. She's Anne. nuts. She's too. just ru- lucky. And Rutledge died. Of course, uh, Vivian Lee was kind of nutty too. Yeah, so true. yeah, yeah, and, and Rutledge was better looking, I guess. Anyway, that's that's one thing. Oh, and the guy I was thinking of was Bill Mosienko. Thinking of for what though? Well, you don't know that. That's an answer to a trivia. No, I don't. Had a hat trick in twenty-one seconds. Wow! Playing for the Blackhawks. Black Chicago Blackhawks. Yep. Uh, era. That's oh gee, I found it. That's it. The thirties. Oh, okay. All right. That's quick. Yeah. By any means, yeah, by any that, era. I want to see that record broken. That is quick. That's literally. Three goals, 21 seconds. Now, I get seconds. the first one can come right. And so it really starts from the first goal. So yeah. it's two more goals in 21 seconds. Yeah. Because it's a little misnomer that you scored three goals in 21 seconds. Well, of course, yeah. Probably scored the last two in 20 seconds. Exactly. Give them one for the. Right. Because uh, the clock doesn't start until the first one is scored. Yeah, and those and those uh, wise people over at the Nobel Association or wherever the hell those yes. give this. Uh, yes, they did give Arafat a Nobel oh, Peace Jesus. Prize, 1994, and he deserves it. What a what a wonderful human being! Can you imagine that Yasser Arafat wins a Nobel Peace? Knowing prize. that, should we ever win one, Armand? I think we should have to reject it. Oh no, I'm taking the prize money, man. No, but you can, can keep have, the money. Oh, oh, can keep, I keep the, the money? Oh, keep okay. the money. We're, no, okay, let's, well, not, sure. let's not be silly. Yeah, let's yeah, not, don't be crazy. Let's not lose our heads here. Oh, my God. We'll, 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 we'll say we did not accept. you for psychiatric evaluation. Right. We'll say we did not accept the medal, but yeah, we are going to cash the, the check. Right. Okay, now you're talking sense. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it looks like uh, 
Mayweather's putting a big bet on himself. Oh, yes. Yeah, so what are you going to do, ban him from boxing? So yesterday, I heard that two $1 million bets came in on that fight. On who? I'm not sure. I just heard two $1 million. I'm guessing Floyd. Well, then they're laying five to one. Uh, that's what it was yeah, yesterday. It, uh, Floyd was at... Uh, You're getting four to one if you take... Well, he uh, was at minus McGregor. 400 money line, and I think that's now up to minus 600. Oh, it was going back up again? Yeah. Well, because money, the it balance, started at like twenty three to one. Or the something. balance is coming tomorrow. Got, to as we record this show for posterity, of course, on the eve of posterior posterity. Larry Fine, <laughs> was record this show for your posterior. Yes, yeah. watch the Stooges. <laughs> it's our duty to posterior. It is our duty. Um, we sit here on the morning of August the twenty fifth. The big McGregor Mayweather fight is in las vegas tomorrow night on the 26th and i've got to tell you i think it's got the attention of the country and it's a nice little change of pace i hear i don't I, know why there's a lot of talk because it's fascinating it just goes to show you how low easily, boxing is sunk. well and how I easily mean, it's not exactly Hagler on, Hearns. how easily distracted we all are i'm not distracted oh yes I'm, you my are my attention is riveted on this show <laughs> yeah that's why you're checking you check your stocks yes all throughout well, the all show too well, yes Three of the best riveters that ever riveted. <laughs> you see, remember that? All those... You know what I wanted to do? Speaking of riveted, yeah. I wanted to be one of those guys that tosses the hot rivet right out of the oven up to the guy yeah. with that big cone-shaped right. glove deal. Yeah, unless it goes down your pants, oh. like, like, like Curly. <laughs> no, actually, was, I think it's Mo. I think it went down Mo's pants. God Almighty! You know that's the funny thing. He was beat the shit out of those guys, but he always got it worst. Worst? He, yeah, he was always the, the worst. Things always happened to him. Like when he got his head stuck in that pipe. Yes. That, was one of, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> Let's put it in the furnace and burn it off. Just one of the simpler gags oh, man. that I remember is is a Curly's head's on fire or something, and he goes to grab a bucket of water and douse himself. Oh, uh, there's a and there's brick a brick in, in the yeah, water. Yeah. No, that was Rum. That was Mo again. That was Mo? Yeah. They knocked him out. So sick. They knocked him out and they're trying to bring him around. And yeah, clunk, that that noise is great. It's such a simple gag. Yeah, that was funny. It, <laughs> yeah, the expectation. See, it's oh, here's a cool water. <laughs> it's like doing the ice bucket challenge for ALS and yeah. having a brick fall yeah. on your head. All right, we got to get right, started. Yeah. There's a lot of events to run through today. The birthdays today are excellent, by the way. I think uh, plenty of good stuff. On this date in 1270, a saint dies in Tunis. He's on the Eighth Crusade. Yeah. The name of that saint, Louis the Ninth of France, uh, the patron saint of the city that we do this show just across the river from, San Louis. Well, I don't know if he's a patron saint. Uh, let's say he's the, the namesake. He's got a hell of a nice city. statue in Forest oh, Park. Yeah, nice it's horse. A very nice horse. A they should have showed him, you know, beautiful with diarrhea all over because that's what he died of. I, I mean, know, he had dysentery and he shit all over. He shit himself to death. Well, that's... but I got to admit, this guy, he 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 walked the walk, man. I mean, he this sure guy did. Called himself God's lieutenant on earth. Love it. You know, and he tried to assist the poor and the lepers, I guess, and everything mm-hmm. else. I guess he was a pretty good guy. Oh, he made an effort, man. Went on a couple of crusades with the second one. You know, you know what they did with his body? No. Uh, well, he, again, called, he, he dies in Tunis, so what are the yeah, rules? Oh, yeah, oh, no, you're not, you're not, yeah, not going to be buried in a, in, a, in a Muslim country. It was called because um, if, if the Mon Tutalicus or something. They actually boil his body. Here's oh, what they do. No. They boil him in hot water. Oh, no. 
they uh, and they they tear the uh, the they denude all the all the soft tissue from the bones, mm-hmm. and they send the bones back to wherever. Now they do preserve some. I think his heart and his intestines are somewhere else. I think they sent them to where the hell they send? They sent oh. them somewhere. This oh. guy's in pieces all over Europe. Oh. But well, anyway, they now, sent the bones back to France. Okay, well that's. Good. I, oh God, I think it's called Mont Teutonicus. If you are a non-Muslim and you die in a Muslim country, oh, yeah, what is the protocol? Well, you can't be. You're not going to bury him there. That's why I'm saying they took him. Okay, but him what back. if what if what if there's no one to take you back? What if you're by yourself? Do do the Islamic don't do that? Don't do die the there. Islamic people with you? Do they bury you by sundown that day? No, if, the, if the if the Muslims get a hold of you, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think there'll be anything left. Oh please! If they found uh, Louis. Well, know. no, not if they found Louis. Let's say you or I are over and we're having a nice coffee with um, some Islamic. Yasser Arafat. No, yeah. not him. Well, he's a Peace Prize winner. Oh, Jesus. We're having a nice coffee with some uh, some uh, Muslim friends. I have a heart attack. Okay? There's no one around. wonderful thought. Okay. But what? No, seriously. What? What's the protocol? They're going to bring you back home. What? They're not going to bury you there. But it's. But for their religion, it it is. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they'd let you. I don't know. I don't know about the whole country, but I don't even know where they bury their own people. I guess they have great Muslim graveyards. Yes, of course. Well, I've never seen one. I don't know what they do. Remember when? They're not going to put you in holy ground. You're an infidel. It's the twentieth anniversary coming up of. uh, Princess Diana's death in a, in a couple days, I think, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, September 1st. You know, remember, August you know, Dodi Al-Fayed was buried later that day. Well, that's different. Putting a Muslim in wherever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think, well, I don't know. I just want to Anyway, have- this guy, let's let's go into a little, he wasn't the greatest guy in the world. He had a, he had a real hard-on about usury. Yeah, a lot of people have a hard-on about usury. Well, he, yeah, but he, he said, you can't charge interest at all. So it's not like, you know, you go down to the, the, the local uh, check cashing joint, pay 48% for the rest of your life. So, you know, now let me, I'm going to give you one clue. Now, this is kind of uh, a racist. I have always wondered what the appropriate he's going after cost usury. of money should be. Okay. So he's going after usury, any interest whatsoever on a loan. Right. Now, take it. Now, think this over. What people do you think he might have? animosity towards i think the hebrews may not be very yeah, uh, happy yeah, that's with right. that arrangement yeah so he burned a bunch of their talmuds and oh, uh and kicked a bunch of them out of the country and then and, and then the ones and then he, you know what he did the the usual the usual specific for this sort of thing let's bring in the inquisition so the he, inquisition yeah, yeah right what well they weren't show. dancing oh. except maybe dancing on the end of a strapado <laughs> you know what that is that's not the rack where they stretch you no is it? no the, that's the rack the strapado is where they tie your hands behind your back and jack you up. Oh, your, yes, yes, yeah. yes. It, so it, it, it takes your shoulder, your, pops yeah. your shoulders. Oh, yeah. If you're lucky enough. Yeah. So that's a nice little gadget. So he wasn't the greatest guy of all time, you know, anyway. But he's a good one. Yeah, I've, I mean, Only French king, obviously, to be sainted. Today, the way we pay interest, you know, the, the cost of money. Wow. Well, that's um, read, read read Murray Rothbard. I knew you were going to say that. Von Mises, and they'll talk to you. Yeah, money has because what you're you're not really giving money; you're giving time. Yes, my money today is not worth right. what it is to you. Yeah, we, you're. Ex- I want it tomorrow. That that is a basic thing. You are, no, it isn't. Not among these Keynesians. Hold, hold on, hold on. It is basic, but not among. I can't economists. even agree with this man sometimes. Yeah, but you just said something that's that's blatantly wrong. No, Most, I didn't. We agree on it, but a lot of economists don't. You, you, we, that's like saying gravity is basic. Well, some people don't think that. No, 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 no. It's a, before I can even get the words out of my I'm mouth. Drinking, go ahead. Your basic, 
your basic assumptions overtake you. Okay? It is very true that when you go to the bank to get a home loan, you are not purchasing money from the bank. You are purchasing time. I think that's a I think that's a basic I don't think Keynes thought that. I don't well, I, I know they don't think that because they think, what does the money cost so much? Well, because the money costs because of the time that you're going to need to pay the principal back and for the service of providing the money. Okay, okay. Now, if I can pay it back in a day, the cost is a hell of a lot less than if I can pay it back in 30 years. Okay, well then, okay, Mr. Bernanke, then how come there are negative rates then in Germany and Europe? I, I want you to explain that to me. I can't. Okay. So that that's, that's what I'm just saying. What we consider to be what we would think the basic tenant, almost like physical law, is not law anymore because they're paying you to get the loan. That's ZERP. Yeah. Zero, zero interest zero rate interest and negative rate interest rate. And NERP. negative, right. Okay. Well, you would think that's impossible. What, what the fuck happened? How did this happen? So that's one law that's out the door. So anyway. That's a good point. <laughs> if Thank you're an you. economist, please call this show. and I don't want to hear from you. If you're an economist, you're a screwball. You're an idiot. How's that? Okay. And come in. I'll take yeah. I got my mouthpiece and my headgear He'll in my put room. Figure, He'll put you in a figure for a leg lock. That's All right, right, let's move to science. I'm, like, uh, <laughs> that reminds me of uh, another treasure, stooge. Treasure, no, treasure of the Sierra Madre. Oh, yeah, who ain't civilized? And he <laughs> socked him right in the mouth. Socks him right in the yeah, mouth. that's a, that's my favorite line. God, who wrote that? Who wrote the screenplay? Yeah, I think Houston wrote it. Oh, he did. So, well, he, Travern was the, is the uh, author, although that's a pseudonym. They right, really don't right. know who the hell was. Although some guy kept coming down there to the set, they think it was him. Uh, but uh, okay. uh, but the screenplay was Houston. All right, well, yeah. tour John. Then all oh, right, yeah, very was, good. He's not like Roman Polanski. No, well, no, actually, Polanski not. actually contributed a lot to Chinatown. Robert Town, the guy that wrote it, wanted a, a happy ending. Polanski, oh no, we're gonna shoot no, her. No, shoot no, her friggin no, eye out. There's no happy ending. And they didn't want to do that either because there was I a lot of big, you know, prosthetics and all that not to, in Chinatown. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. All right. So from Forget King, it, Jake, it's Chinatown. King Louis the Ninth to Chinatown. That's an right. easy segue. Sixteen oh nine. Galileo demonstrates the his first telescope, and he decides that Venetian lawmakers would be a good audience for him to make I this demonstration. I wouldn't show it to the church. No, let's you? not. Let's try to keep it out of Rome's purview for a while. Yes, but still, it moves. Yes, it does. I felt sorry for Galileo. Ah, but bum deal he got. Uh, 1814, this is the second That's day. That's Tycho Brahe. They cut his nose off. I know. That was in a duel, though. Uh, on the second day of the burning of Washington in 1814, uh, the— But not the White House. Right. The troops decide that the Library of Congress— Yeah, that should be torched. The Treasury, that sure. should be torched. I'm, I'm actually okay with that one. Yep. Department of War, that should be torched. And other Listen, public buildings. Go after the IRS. I wish the British would come back and set fire. What, what would we set for? The Interior Department, the IRS, Education, Energy. Burn it all, baby. Well, you can certainly burn that Education Department now. Yeah. Make sure Miss DeVos is oh, in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. It was run so well before she came along. Not. <laughs> Our children are so well educated. I, 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 th- I think there should be a school. Maybe a Jesus school. <laughs> I don't think. What I, an idiot. First of all. Get rid of it. What is the government? What is the federal government doing in education? Uh, the public except ed- screwing it up. Public education was once a, a just a what backbone of this country. <laughs> when? When was this? Jesus. When was this country so well educated because of federal government? I, I want to know. They educated the masses, Armand. 
They educated the masses. Yeah, but what, that's local stuff, right? State and local. What is the? I'm talking about the federal government. Yeah, because they assist the funding. Ah, right, exactly. So, but why would they do that? So they can tell people how to run it and what to teach, right? That's why we have idiots. Before the federal government took it over so much, it was more. I'd rather be in a little red schoolhouse mm-hmm. out in you know with Michael Landon and the, and what's her name, and Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and that drug addict. Yeah, him. <laughs> No, not him. Her. Her. Was it? Which one was the drug addict? Which one was blind? One was blind. Yeah, the one sister went. Wasn't blind. one in? Pl- oh, was one in Playboy? I don't was know. Was that Alyssa Milano? One? No, she's not in Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Wasn't that uh, Melissa Gilbert? No. <laughs> was that Sally Struthers on that show? No, she wasn't. She was married sworn. to Meathead. I different show. And there were hot pants in that. No, wrong show. The Ingalls household. 1825, Uruguay declares its independence from Brazil. You go Uruguay, I'll go mine. Mayaguay. That's uh, Groucho. 1835, I love this one. The New York Sun publishes an article announcing the discovery of life and civilization on the moon. It's the Great Moon Hoax of 1835. You know what's really tragic? I'll bet they could run the same article. Well, they don't have the sun, but the times or whatever. I'll bet they could run oh, the hell, same hoax today. The New today. York Post could run this today. Yeah, and people believe it. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it'd be all over Facebook sharing. And you know who believe it? You know who believe it the most fervently? The people who don't think we went there. You know, the ones that oh, think yeah, that was a hoax. Oh, yeah, yeah. We thought that was a yeah, hoax. Yeah, yeah they'd be all of over. Of course, yeah. The because sur- there's a civilization. The surreal there. talk audience on lineup.fm hey, 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 hey. would in, be over. Don't insult our I'm audience. I'm not insulting them. They just would believe it. They'd be skeptical. Maybe. I, just, like, I love our uh, surreal talk. Well, audience. they love you. I know. 1894. Here you are derogating. Kirasatu Shiba Saburo. Now, this gentleman is important. I think it's Shiba Saburo. Shiba Saburo? I don't know. Anyway, Kirisato uh, in- discovers. What causes the bubonic plague? Uh, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah, the infectious agent, and he publishes his findings. Well, in the, what was it? I told the you. Journal, what it, the I, Lancet. I told you what it was. You were correct. What? And I don't remember. Yersinia pestis. Yersinia pestis. I still don't remember how they treat that, though. Is it Dapsone? Yeah. Rifampin? And that happened in 1894. Well, yeah. So well, the we're, bubonic we're plague along. almost made its way into the 20th century. Oh. I don't know if they had a treatment for it. I mean, that actually, I think hasn't, hasn't there been periodic outbreaks? Oh, yeah, this outbreaks? is before antibiotics, yeah. so hell yeah. Well, that doesn't mean they, yeah, they didn't uh, eliminate it. It's not like, a, you know, like. They uh, kept it contained at least, though, right? Well, a bit? I, I guess. I don't know. They they know the cause, God, so that can helps. You, can you imagine what the next real plague is going to do? There, won't, there will be none. Really? I hope not. We're all going to be gone. Don't worry about the debt. That, that's worse. <laughs> well, have your 19 debt. trillion's about to become 30 trillion. Why? Because the debt ceiling's going up. Why do they even have that? Isn't that the stupidest thing? Just there's no debt ceiling. Done. Every few months, every year, yeah, we're going whatever. over the same thing. It's just, it's just. No, it's crazy. Hamster, get off the wheel. Is it? <laughs> are you what for? Are, we a, are you for a balanced budget amendment? I'd love to. Ha- I'd love our budget to be balanced. I'd. I don't know. Tell me what the opportunity cost of balancing it is, though. You got to tell me that first. The opportunity cost? Because if we well, got to go into austerity to balance a budget. Well, what, which, yeah. what you guys call austerity, I, I want to know what you call austerity. Well, I, I know what the British call it. They're doing great since Brexit. Brexit. Oh, really? Are they? Yeah. Okay. They're doing better. Yeah, their economy's better. Mm-hmm. They haven't even left yet. No. no. They don't even know if they're going to. Oh, they better. 
They don't even know if they're going yeah, to. Okay. And by the way, all these all these things that have been passed are getting turned around. Take Missouri for example. Yeah. That that right to work legislation you were so gung ho on. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Hey, that's a good thing. I'm just saying, gone. I'm just saying it's turned around. Yeah, and I think it is a good thing. The people voted for it, didn't they? Yeah, and the petitions came in, and and uh, it's, okay, so there you go. That that what a triumph for liberty. The Library of the Catholic University in Leuven, Germany, deliberately destroyed. I'm sorry, in Leuven, not in Germany. Deliberately destroyed by the German army. So this is the one where thousands upon thousands of where the hell is that? Volume, Belgium? I think or so. Or France? I don't know. Volumes of uh, Gothic and Renaissance manuscripts deemed irreplaceable eh, are lost. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who Belgium, knows what was lost? Bel- well, first of all, here, you know, okay, maybe they did this, but the propaganda these guys did, the you know, the the posters, the Germans uh, spitting children on their bayonets and cutting off the tits of Belgian women. Yeah, that's all nonsense. Well, it's propaganda. Why, yeah, well, that's why Britain got in the war. Which is stupid. So there are good people on both sides. Uh, that's correct. Okay, sure. Yeah. What, what in that war? You think there were there were bad people? Why, why well, were the, the Germans any worse than the, the British? Ger- the Germans weren't. This isn't Nazi Germany. This is nineteen fourteen. It's nineteen fourteen. It's a uh, yeah stupidest war of all time. Well, that's why they called it the Great War. Yeah, it was great. Nineteen sixteen U.S. Park Service. I'm actually reading a oh, yeah. a, a brief history of World War. A I. brief history of World it's War. It's not I. that brief. I can imagine. It's pretty good. Uh, the National Park Service is created on this date, uh, August the twenty fifth. We got to get rid of. Yeah. Ri- okay. Yeah. We don't need. Oh, all right. Yeah. We, we, I can't imagine what rapine would be on our on our national scenery and and all this ma- majesty of the West mm-hmm. if the federal government didn't own half of it mm. under the guise of being national parks. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So you're against Yellowstone. Let's just bulldoze that. Okay. Or? You can have Yellowstone. You can have Yosemite. But do you need 50% of Alaska? The federal government owns 50% of Alaska, yes. like 60% of what, Utah? Yeah. Oh, no, you shouldn't have that. Yeah, that should. I, first of all, you know my feeling. A bunch of those you places should Moab. Be, shouldn't keep, even be states. Department of Land Management. You, what are you talking about? You're the one that wants to take over Baffin Island and, yeah. and Chihuahua and everything yeah. else. I didn't say make them states all the time. What are we going to do with them? Department Just, of Land Management. <laughs> oh, great. So we give it to the federal government. Give it to the Interior Department. Ugh. Let's go. Where do you Come get on. your ideas? Get some more resources flowing yeah. up in here. Did you put Nietzsche on our list here? Yes, you I did. Read him. Yes, I You're did. Out of your mind. Now here's one. Uh, here's one that I know Armand will not like. In 1939, yeah. the yeah. UK, the United Kingdom, and Poland more they form stupidity. an alliance. Here's what the alliance says: Should Poland be invaded by a foreign power? Why? Why do they always have to stipulate that? Like, who else is going to invade Poland? Could be locusts. Yeah, so a sw- yeah, a plague. Well, well you got to st- you have to specify. The UK promises to Winston defend- Churchill would want to fight to defend Poland. This happens on August the twenty fifth, nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. Guess what happens in six days? Yeah, and guess what happens in about uh, six weeks? Not even that. For- Russia invades Poland. How come they didn't declare war on Russia? That's what I want to know. It's a good question. Yeah, it's a hell of a question. It's a good question, yeah, man. I don't get that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. Let's get into a treaty where six days later we'll be at war. Ugh. Again, and the polls. Can, oh, I just, well, yeah, well, we know they're. Yeah. God, cannot catch a, again. Geography plays such a role you cannot imagine. Yeah, the and polls, there's there's books out there about that. The polls that, were huh? the Chicago Cubs of the uh, of Europe until I, last year. Yeah. Now we can't say that. What would they beat? The Blues, I guess. No. Now. 
Well, no, they got to make the playoffs. I don't know that the Cleveland Indians even make the playoffs. Oh, the Indians were in the World Series, for God's sake. They sakes. lost. I know, I know. These guys are in the World Series of Wars. They sure are. They lost, yeah. More like a first-round matchup, though, that yeah, didn't go well. Minor league Swept in four games in the first round, something well, like that. you're playing the 27 Yankees. God and uh, Who else would it be? The 1930 Athletics? Yeah, what would you call the Red Army? Something That's like the 30 saying. Athletics? Well, the German Army at this yeah. time. Well, they're the 27 Yankees. God's sake. Okay. But anyway, yeah, the, the British, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to save you from Germany, but not Russia. All right. 1940. And we talked about this last week, I think. The this, bombing of Berlin begins right. by the British Royal Air Force. Yeah, I think, I don't know how many, 15 planes or something. It wasn't many. No, but just. Well, that's what I think that's. Sort of symbolic, maybe. Well, if you if you talk to Churchill fans, it's because he was such a genius that he goaded, you know, chivied Hitler into stopping, calling off his uh, attacks on radar stations and airfields mm-hmm. and hitting civilian uh, mm-hmm. uh, targets. Mm-hmm. And that's what gave the RAF the uh, the uh, respite to yeah. regroup. I don't know. I don't think it was that forward thing. If it, if it was, it was probably Lord Beaverbrook anyway, because he was the guy in charge of all the RAF. Uh, you know, I just so I can't ever hear that name. <laughs> don't laugh at him. <laughs> Portrayed by Jerry Mathers in the in the show. What's so funny? <laughs> oh, name of the day, Lord Beaverbrook. Uh, there it is. Sorry, I even brought it up. God's sakes, mate, change your name. Yeah. 1944, uh, now we start, yesterday we talked about uh, Hemingway being on his way to the bar at the Ritz. Well, today, August the 25th, Paris is liberated. All right, by what's the name? Jacques Leclerc. Okay, now Armand, yeah. we got to talk about this. Why? Imagine Armand, a young, robust Armand, 20, let's call Even him. Even a 54-year-old Armand would be having years fun. years old, rolling into Paris on the back of a, a big Dodge truck. God. Looking sharp and newly yes. newly washed fatigues as the ladies of Paris come out to greet their liberators. I don't know. I like the German women better. I like going to, like to well, march, they're, they're march into Essen or they're something. They're sturdy. Though. Well, I guess the French want us there. Right. They're very grateful, Armand. Boy. And they'd like and I, to show got, their I got, appreciation. I got nylons in my pocket. And you have. And cigarettes. You have nylon cigarettes oh. and perfumes. <sighs> Stop the show. <laughs> I have to go take a shower. <laughs> All right, that's that had to be one hell of a night. You know when they uh, when they come out with those computer things, those simulations when yeah. you get you know you have an orgasm and everything. I think I'm gonna have that scenario play. You'll play that scenario. Yeah, I'm gonna come in on a half track, <laughs> jump out at some gal waving a flag. Just can you imagine? I'd even take one of the bald collaborators. You, you know, well, if they burned her hair off, I'd, I'd still take her. Can you imagine the debauchery that went on in Paris that night? Ooh. Yeah, no, you probably no. can. Yeah, I think I can. Yeah. All right, one more before we do birthdays. Ten days after World War II uh, oh, yeah. ends with uh, the Japanese surrender, uh, Chinese communists decide uh, this isn't quite over. And armed supporters of the Chinese Communists uh, decide, well, well, yeah, this is let's yeah. let's, uh, let's uh, make a move here, and they kill a U.S. intelligence officer. No. Now, this re- this Not is deliberately this is regarded by the American right as the first victim of the Cold War, and I think there is a legitimate claim that indeed he might have been the first victim of the Cold War. Hard to decipher though, because there was other dark op things going on. Well, who cares? But There's his no such name thing is a Cold War. His name 
was John Birch. Right. Now, I, I don't know why you would call that, you know, you st- is that stated in here that the American right, okay, if it's Wikipedia, okay, right off the bat, they're, they're liberal-leaning anyway. But, Everything's liberal-leaning. Okay, but you're telling me that only the American right thought that, you know, that we were wanting to fight the commies. I just said myself, I think that assertion could be correct because you don't know how many agents, undercovers were killed in 44, 45. I don't, about, I don't care about that. I'm just saying that the American right and left and everybody else were against communists at that time. Yeah, they were. Okay. But he is he is the this is the John Birch Society. So they've right. This is their this is their well yeah it was begun by what's the name Welch yeah. Welch. Well, they hold that. him up, and he is a victim of the war. Now what what is that when you say that alt right or alt right or right? I still can't that? define it. it okay, I'm, that's because I'm reading. I want somebody to define. Well, that I'm re- I, I I try to read uh, definitions from uh, Republicans, from conservatives, from alt right members themselves. People and, actually. And there's people no, actually self-identify as alt-right. I don't I, know anybody that would. Well, I I think so, but I I've read a number of different things, and you know it's not codified. Yeah, and, well, it's a pejorative term, I think, but uh, used by most people. Yeah, right. You call uh, somebody alt-right, just the word itself, German, it in, implies fascism to me. Alt. Yeah, alt. What isn't that old, old, old? Yeah, Der yeah. Alt, Conrad Adenauer. Yeah. Well, German. See, Alt also means something else in the youth culture today, which means it's short for alternative. So the first time I ever heard it, that's so. what I thought it meant. I thought it meant the alternative right. What does that mean then? I really don't know. That really confused. Well, me. that would be you, the left. It conf- no, 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 not, no. That's that's a complete departure. You have the anti-right, the quasi-right. Well, what, just what a, just stupid? like a like a like a branch of a faction off of like. You know, we're on this side, but we don't quite believe, you know, what the uh, what the uh, Republican establishment is selling. I don't know what the Republican. I don't think they sell anything right the now. Republican establishment. Are you uh, kidding? I think they're trying to get their hands around it. My right now. I mean, <laughs> listen, I've told you before. Everyone would like a real tax reform. Everyone would like to pay less taxes. I don't know if we're going to okay? get it. And everyone's going to be pissed off if this doesn't happen. How's and it going to happen? No Democrat's going to vote for it, and uh, uh, McCain, uh, you know, McCain's not going to vote. Here, here's, how, here, here's how it could happen: uh, rather than rather than it come from the White House down, maybe Congress should get their act together and and get across the aisle and get a real tax bill restructuring bill together. I don't think Schumer wants to do it. I don't well, you got to get him on board, and he's not going to do it. I don't think. Why would he give them? Why would he give them a bone? He knows if this doesn't go through, it's good for the Democrats next year. Now, I'm not saying it's good or bad. You know what I think, but it, it may be a good strategy for him not to do it. It's going to take a while to do it anyway. Well, they got to so do mid, it by the, next do, no, summer. That ain't going to happen. The midterms are going to come into play. Well, then it's, it's going to it'll never happen then. Well, that's one of the problems the is because we're, all, do it, we're always on these goddamn two-year cycles where everyone's playing well, for the future. Yeah. Well, if you want to reform something, that's what I'd reform, but it's never going to happen. Because uh, really, a congressman every two years? Yeah. Come on. Right. Anyway. Uh, that's just, you know, we, we can't ever get off this wheel. That's correct. We're hamsters. That's what I feel like more and more. Well, you're alt right too, then. That's what it's the not that I'm alt right. I'm just like I, I want to see some legislative progress, and I'm not getting any. It's not gonna happen, dude. 
I'd like to have less taxes. First of all, you got Republican Congress, barely, and you've got what I would call an independent president. He's not a Republican, and he's certainly not a Democrat, although he used to be a Democrat. He used to be. Yeah. But both sides, I think the Republicans hate him more than the Democrats. Well, l- let me tell you. Here, so here, how are you going to get anything done? One of the weirdest things about living in America in 2017 is you can have an, uh, an impression of somebody on one day, and about 48 hours later, somehow you'll start feeling sympathetic towards the same person that 48 hours later you were like, oh, this is an idiot. Like, I've actually felt a, a pang of sympathy for Mitch McConnell. Why? Because he's being bullied. He's not being bullied. Oh, How are you going to bully him? How are you going to bully him? He's not going to lose. The only way you can bully somebody is by... Here, here's a list of things, and if you do these things, you'll be back in my good graces. Well, you, you really hate Trump, don't you? If you hate Trump enough... To, it's a chi- to, it's a bull in a china shop. It's throwing them all... Good. It's, the it, china shop oh, needs really, to be okay. blown apart. Right, because so, that's really working so far. No, nothing's working. Exactly. Because the whole... Because he doesn't understand the legislative no, process. against him. Yeah, the legislative process sucks. You just said it yourself. No, the election cycle done? sucks when every two years... We're like, well, let's just wait because in two years okay. we can have control. Well, who can do anything then except a guy like Obama because he, he nobody wants to be called a racist and the Republicans just gave in to everything. Now, I don't know what would have happened. It would have been interesting to see if, if Hillary got in. I don't know. I don't think the Republicans would have been as pliable. No. We'd probably have the same problems. But God no. forbid. I don't know what That's why I was fine with her being president because she wasn't going to get anything radical done. Well, then why aren't you fine with Trump? Nothing's been done. Well, because I thought things were going to be done. and okay, and we should be happy. Well, hold on. But I've told you, and again, you fail to remember, everyone would like tax reform. You think Hillary would have? You think no, Hillary would have uh, not, stunted for tax reform? No, no. Yeah, of course not. She'd have raised everybody's taxes. No, she wouldn't. No, oh, bullshit. She said she would. Okay. Everybody's right. Okay. And open the borders. That's what. That's all I remember. Uh huh. I'm just saying. I mean, well, who cares? She lost. Do you think Trump wants lower taxes? Actually, yes. Okay, of course. Yes. Okay, who doesn't? Because that's, somebody's what, that's block- what I've been saying for 10 minutes. Well, you're you're well, not hearing it. Is, is, I, we just agreed, though, it's not going to get done. Why not? Because of the methodology being employed. Because of, Oh, because his method. Because he's bullying Mitch McConnell. No, but it, it just doesn't. All right. All you're, right. Because if you're going to, ta- you're going to, you, some of these things, like the, you want to put a debt, you want to attach the, the Mexican wall? $12 billion in a 20. Four, okay, it's a $4 trillion budget. Yeah, I know. Twenty billion dollars? <laughs> Come on. We we spend that on destroy what? How oh, much is a, how much God. is a carrier? Eleven? Twelve? We we got four we got four ships in the Far East that They're running into each other. They're running into <laughs> each other. So what do we do? Yeah. Uh, Rear Admiral, you gotta go, because obviously you're the cause. Good grief. Right. I'm upset. I wrote a, I read a Let's article. do some birthdays. I read an article on that, by the way. I guess it was it's it was an interesting article on how that stuff happens, yeah. you know, and they're talking about who's really in charge when the captain's asleep and yeah. if it's just some, you know, some swabby or cane? something. Do we have a cane situation with someone screwing around with the strawberries? <laughs> was there a tow line cut? I tried to run the ship by the book, but they fought me at every turn. Yeah. Okay, wait, by the way, it's Van Johnson's birthday, You got right? that right. All right, so we'll get to that yeah, one. Yeah, we are. My Humphrey Bogart okay. invitation. So who was born on August the 25th? Well... In 1530, Ivan the Terrible. Now, yeah. when he was born... He was a nice kid. He was a good kid? Yeah, he was well, nice. How, when did he become terrible? I think he got the fevers. He was kind of more or less like, uh, what's uh, Caligula? 
He wasn't that bad. And then he went bad. He, he had some kind of sickness. And they think it might have even been arsenic poisoning. I think they've, you know, Ooh. I don't know who does this shit, but they disinter these guys and take blood levels of this stuff. So. And they're full of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, full yeah. of arsenic. But anyway, he was, uh, um, he made St. Basil's, you know, that was, yeah. he had a lot of reforms actually at yeah. the beginning. And then, but then he got kind of, uh, he hated the nobles for some reason. And, you know, which probably would have made him a, a senator these days. Yeah. And he killed a bunch of them. Or boyar, Russian nobles seem to be a lot different, though, than well, other European nobles. Well, there weren't many left after this guy got yeah. through with it. He killed his own son in a oh, fit of pique. Jesus, wow. uh, so God. yeah, he he was probably a manic depressive. Okay, I, it, there, there's always something, right? I mean, it, it, you really can trace it back to psychology almost every time. Well, this this guy's a mental case. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was he was out of his mind. 1819, the birth of Alan Pinkerton, detective and spy, uh, the Pinkerton Agency. Right. That would have been fun to be a Pinkerton back in the. Yeah. Oh, I did he put see. Uh, did he put the dress on Lincoln when they went through Baltimore? He may have. He was with him. <laughs> yeah, he was with him at the B and O station there in downtown Baltimore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Snuck him in. Come in the back door. That's and wear how a they, wig. They, that's how they did it. 1877. Joshua Lionel Cohen, the founder. Yeah, Cowan, I think. Cowan. Well, yeah. Oh, Cohen okay. is C O H E N. Oh, C O H. That's right. Cowan. Uh, the founder of the Lionel Corporation, at one point, one of the biggest toy manufacturers in the are world. Are they still in business? Yeah, they are. And they make really high-end stuff. I know, but who, no, who I'm, the hell I'm, plays with this stuff anyway? Uh, no one. <laughs> it's, collect, not, it's collectors. Oh. Or, well, like, how collectible can it be if they're still making them? Uh, they do limited supplies, oh. runs, things. Okay. They're very uh, – in the digital stuff. Look, I – I have them. I'm amazed. Well, I know. When you, I was a kid. You get a re- a- but Armand, you get a remote control. They make The sound is now incredible because it comes in stereo, Doppler effect. Oh, it's amazing. Well, you are in your second childishness. No. Not I mean, second childhood, by the way. I'm probably going to donate my collection to my wife's hospital and get a display. Second childishness up. and mere oblivion. Mm. Sans teeth, sans taste, sans eyes, yeah. sans everything. Jacques, as you like it. 1916. Um... I love this actor, Van oh, yeah? Johnson. He probably would have loved you, too, because he was... I know. Now, the interesting thing about him... Boy, was he in every damn good movie, though. Well, God, we talked was... about him. Louis B. Mayer wanted to cover. I mean, this guy was flagrantly gay, and at the time, that wasn't such a you know badge of honor. Uh, so he said, listen, I want you to marry somebody, anybody. <laughs> you know, Who do you like? Is there any woman you can tolerate? Uh, yeah, uh, Keenan, wife's, Keenan Wynn's wife is pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> So he brings Keenan Wynn into the office. Uh, listen, I want you to do a little something for the studio. I want you to get a divorce so Van Johnson can marry your wife, and it'll be good for your career. And Keenan Wynn, being the consummate actor, said, okay. So he broke up their marriage so Van Johnson could marry Keenan Wynn's wife, and uh, she would put up with his peccadillos. And uh, actually, they got along pretty good, and Keenan Wynn got, got a pretty good career out of it. At the risk of sounding completely So that's how Louis B. Mayer ran MGM. How many women today wouldn't love to have a gay husband? Oh, I know. It'd be the best thing of all, I think. I don't think I'd want to have a lesbian. Well, I mean, a bisexual well, wife well, would be cool. Let's, let's, let's yeah, walk that one back a little. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just saying. But, but uh, anyway, Van, now you noticed uh, he, um, he had a very bad car accident in 42. They thought that was the end of his career. Because, wow. you know, like the Kane Mutiny, you can see his scar yeah. is pretty bad. And he, he was like pretty adamant a lot of times about not having makeup on mm-hmm. in fact when he did uh i think it was uh 30 seconds over tokyo it mm-hmm. really worked out well because he got a plane crash well. 
and they didn't need any makeup for his scars. There you go. I love it. So I thought he's great. That was his best. Well, that and uh, Kane Mutiny. I mean, ca- as character actors go, um, always you know. Um, I mean, what a career! God, he was he, not a character actor. He was pretty, uh, he was sometimes the lead, MGM, but yeah. He was never the. He was also the, minst- rare, the rare, minstrel. Right. Rarely on was Batman. Rarely was he the marquee name though on the film. Oh, I don't know about that. In the forties, he was. Good yeah. old summertime. Yeah. Okay. Thirty seconds over Tokyo. Guy named Joe. I mean, yeah, he made a lot of. Yeah, Van Jones. Now, Kane Mutiny, obviously. Although I would say he was. Was the lead. he in War as Hell? No, but he made what? Was he Battleground. Was I think he, he made the film Oswald was watching when they came into the Texas theater. Sixty-three. Yeah. I don't know. I think he was pretty washed up by okay. then. But he made Battleground. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. There are some things we must assume, Mr. Yeah. Merrick, if you're going to be good officers. Deductive reasoning? Was that how? What? And, 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 and geometric logic. Geometric logic. The uh, alternative key to the wardroom did exist. 1918. Happy birthday, Leonard Bernstein. Now, this guy, this guy to me is the giant of 20th century music. Yeah. He also had what we would call a, a, a lilac marriage. Uh huh. Yeah, he had three kids on yeah. top, but his yeah. wife knew what he was up to. Yeah. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Now he only did one film score, although you know West Side Story was you know basically from the play, and um, uh, on the town was music from Fancy Free. But he only did one film score for actually for you know for the movie. Right. What was it? I don't know. On the waterfront. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, great, uh, great uh, conductor, composer, um, radical cheek. Remember that? Remember uh, Tom Wolf? Yes. This is the guy he's talking about because he had one of those parties where oh. he had, all, yeah, radical cheek, and, and it, that was that that was the implication of being that to be socially acceptable and be real cool in the '60s and '70s, was you had to be a radical. So he had like Black Panthers there and and uh, NAACP. Uh, now they're not that radical, but like. All these yeah, radical people at yeah. for this party. Let's really mix the yeah. Uh, and he brought in Barbara Walters, and you know she kind of liked her men dark. And uh, Otto Preminger of all people, I had no idea what the hell he was doing there, but he was at the party. It sounds like a party someone else would but throw that Tom we're going to talk about later. Yeah, Tom Wolf wrote that. Yeah, that's uh, right. All right, black uh, and white party. Nineteen nineteen. Black uh, and white ball. George Wallace, a Democrat by the way. Yeah, governor of Alabama. Uh-huh. Alt right. Uh, not at that time. Just right. Just conservative. How can you be a Democrat and be conservative? Well, he was. He was conservative on civil rights issues. And not going to integrate the University of Alabama until yeah. they forced him to. Now, his wife was Lurleen. Wasn't I that his wife's so. name? I think so. And then, of course, he ran for president and they shot him. Yeah. Uh, the guy that shot him was uh, you got me. Berg. Or, uh, what was that guy's name? Start with a B. I literally walked up to him and shot him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I mean, where the hell is the serv- the? I, I, did he have a Secret Service detail, or was that too early in the game uh, for him to have a uh, security? I'm sure, he had something. He got bodyguards. God, I mean, they, walk, they just walk up to him and shot him. Didn't? Uh, by the way, is it his birthday or his death day? What, Rockwell. Oh, yeah, he was assassinated this, this day. Do you have that on your? No, it's not on your. Okay, well, no. we got deaths. We got we got another death dad. Okay. Nineteen twenty one. Happy birthday, Monty Hall. You ever been on Make a Deal? Were you ever on that one? No. No. Would That's you have been? Few. Would you have been? Would you have gotten dressed up, Armand? Armand, uh, folks, has been a game show contestant yeah, many times. Uh, would you have dressed up and I don't know what would I what would I dress up as? I'd like you to see uh, you in a like a, Gumby suit, a hun, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah, on a big spear. Uh, he's still alive, man. Hell 96. yes, yes. 
Now you know that you know he the, made a deal. It's you working know the, out well uh, for now, him. Do you know the Monty Hall the 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 actual conundrum there, the, the, or the actual I don't know what they call it the uh, what the behind the door deal? Yeah, you know, yeah, the puzzle or whatever yeah. that you. Yeah. Now this is this doesn't kind of make sense to me, but I guess it's supposed to. This is the one they always debate. Okay, pick a door, right? Yeah. I pick door number three. Yeah. All right. So Monty comes up to you and says, "All right, looks what's behind door number one." They pull it back. It's a zonk. Well, yeah. Remember the zonk right. mobile? It was like, zonk. you know, yeah. Jay, whatever the hell his name is on a mule. Right. Shitting all over the place. Yeah. It, Carol Merrill's got to clean it up. So, okay, now you're down to two and three. Now, Tony, do you want to switch? You took three. Do you want to switch to two? Are you Should you do it or should you stay? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the puzzle. That's the conundrum. Yeah. I think the... Isn't the somehow okay? Go ahead. What's your decision? Traditional answer to switch. Yeah, supposedly you're too you're better off if you switch. Somehow your your odds are much better if you switch. Because you, I, I don't, I still you don't start out it. at one to three, one and you, three. Right, you got a one three chance. You've now it's one and it two. One and two. Right, and they ask you if you want to switch. You always switch. Interesting. But, but the only thing, the only piece of empirical evidence you know, is that. When it was a one in three chance, you've eliminated one of the bad ones. But see, Monty knows which door. It's not like this is random. Yeah. That's the point. Right. So really, he hasn't increased your odds at all. You know you know what I mean? You're still like one in three because he's obviously going to choose one that's already been, he knows beforehand is wrong. But supposedly they say take it every time. Wow. Switch. And your odds are better? Yeah. That's like two out of three that you're going to get it. I still can't figure out that math. I'm not following but, that either. Well, look it up. Okay. Hey, Regis Philbin, born a year later in 1931 on August 25th. Passed up Sean Connery. I'm Bond. sorry. Sean Connery, born in 1930. Born, James Bond. Favorite non-Bond. Money penny. Non-Bond Connery Oh, Man film. Who Would Be King. Okay. Yeah, with Michael Caine. Now, even that's his favorite movie. Okay, good. And, and it's a great movie. And John Huston, I think, wrote that. Well, it's based on a Rudyard Kipling mm-hmm. uh, story, but Houston, I think it was... Might have been Houston's last directorial film. Oh, no, nah, nah, he made Pritzy's Honor after that. Was 1985? Yeah, yeah, this is 75. I love Pritzy's Honor. Yeah, oh, God. but no, uh, back to Connery. Uh, yeah. Hunt for Red October. Thought yeah. that was brilliant. You have a Scottish Russian submarine commander. Good stuff. <laughs> Russia, yeah, good, good casting there. He got so hot in the 80s for an older sexiest man in the world right for an older actor yeah yeah yeah. supposed to be real cheapskate they did like rising sun like japanese detective movie remember that i mean he was in a bunch of. oh yeah was that with michael douglas yeah and the films weren't bad they just aren't you know well i liked uh you ever seen the hill no he's like a prisoner of war in world war ii oh it was man i'll tell you i've seen that yeah the hills like this big mound of dirt they have to go up and down they have to walk up and down yeah. in the middle of the desert oh god uh that came out in 66 when he was still trying to you know get out of bond uh, i guess my favorite bond though i, I like thunderball i guess my favorite you know he's got tattoos mom and dad and uh scotland forever i think or scotland ta- forever yeah, or his tattoos uh oh and then and then the story of johnny stompanato which we've told he was doing some movie this is before he was james bond uh, when he was doing that movie with Lana Turner, and she was in England, and she was dating Stompanato, who was a gangster, and apparently Johnny Stompanato thought that uh, they were, he came all the way, went out all the way to London, and thought they were getting a little too amorous in their love ah. scenes, and pulled a gun on Sean Connery, and Sean knocked it out of his hand and beat the crap great. out of him. 
Oh, Sean. Yeah, so he was no way to mess with, but he's getting a little old now. 1931, Regis Philbin. He is real old. Yeah. I, when I was on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for the first time, this is like 99. Yeah. I was shocked at how old that guy looked well, in person. Yeah, in Very person. friendly guy. Nice lot, guy, though. A lot of cake powder. Yeah, but really friendly guy. No, no, he's, he, got, he started in St. Louis, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's a St. Louis guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1946, Raleigh Fingers, great relief pitcher. I remember him. Yeah. 1949, Gene Simmons. I like him too. The Israeli American singer songwriter. Is that his real name? That's not his real name, is it? I don't know. I think I think, I think, it might I think be. he's got like a really uh, really Hebrew, Hebrew, name. Hebrew name. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, love that guy. Anyway, uh, uh, look, flagrant capitalist made uh, and oh, not ashamed of it. No, no. Uh, he franchised Kiss into almost brilliant. everything he's possible. Brilliant. And, and, you know you can get a kiss coffin. That's that's like one. Cool. Oh yeah. With a big tongue on it. I don't know about that. I do know someone who stooped him though. What do you mean? Oh yeah. No oh, yeah. Another one. Oh yeah. Here it is. Chaim Vitz. Chaim Vitz. Chaim. Well, I guess it's W I T Z, but I think Huber's like German Vitz. Huh. Vitz. Okay. Chaim Vitz. I love it. Jeans. Uh, yeah. Probably right. a better name. Hey, love him. Hey. Uh, we, ni- like, we like we like Israelis on this show. 1954, Elvis Costello. Yeah. One of the early alternative Hey, who stubbed Gene singer. Simmons? Until I'm just... Uh, Somebody in this office? No. Jono? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know he likes long tongues. Stubbed, not stubbed. Stubbed? Yeah. Stupper? Yeah. You must sugar her? <laughs> All right. Hey, I know Yiddish. 1958, Tim Burton. Uh, yeah, director, weird films. Yeah, he's a little too screwy for um, me. But I will say, if you've never watched Big Fish with Albert Finney and Jessica Lange, that's a good one. Well, you know who is a guy that does all his music? Uh, Wasn't it Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman. From yeah. Oingo Boingo of oh, is that what he's from? 80s fame. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Danny Elfman does his. And Danny Elfman's become yeah. a terrific. He's like Spielberg, Williams kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's and become David a- Lean, Maurice Jarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elfman's become terrific. Uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I like his scores. And 1961, Billy Ray Cyrus, who I really despise. Friends in Low Places, is that his song? No, that's Garth. Oh, that's... <laughs> what does he say? Oh, Achy Breaky Achy Heart, breaky right? Achy Heart. This guy's Ooh. worth a billion dollars. So is his daughter, I guess, right? That's why, because he he capitalized on his daughter. Oh, like good for you him. can't believe. Holy oh, As if that that's an old Hollywood tradition, oh, totally, man. totally. That's Shirley Temple's mother he, and Jackie he, Cooper's he, mother. He raked it in. Yeah. All right, a couple more events to cover on this day in history before we tell you who died. The uh, HUAC committee gets uh, its first ever televised congressional hearing. Now, this is the famous Chambers-Hiss confrontation. Yeah, papers. Yep, Whitaker Chambers versus Alger-Hiss. 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 And this is kind of what made Nixon, because Hiss was a, they're both commies. Uh, Chambers saw the light. Hiss didn't. Uh, so anyway, and then, and then uh, Chambers uh, spilled the beans on Hiss. And he had all that microfilm in the pumpkin patch, you know. And uh, anyway, this is where. They, but they kind of let it go. But Nixon pursued it, and this is how he got. You mm-hmm. know, this is Nixon saw this an opportunity. Him, yeah, as he was a congressional, he was congressman, yeah, congressman at the time yeah. in uh, yeah. California Southern District. One of those districts. Yeah, this is one way he beat. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, oh, the lady, Melvin Douglas' wife. Yeah, that's Helen right. Gahagan. Helen Douglas, who, um, who gave him the name Tricky Dick. Tricky Dick. Um, what was that like uh, the? She's a pinko R- down to her Riverside, underwear. Your Belinda, yeah. Anaheim Whittier, District. I guess. Whittier, it's from Whittier, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1981, Voyager two, on this date, makes its closest approach to Saturn. Now this is not the one in Star Trek, right? No, it's that's not. Voyager one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Voyager. Yeah. 
1989, eight years later, same date. I think Cassini's going to go, it's almost done. It is? Yeah, I think they're going to run it into the atmosphere, Aww. I guess. Well, what are you going to do with the damn thing? Let it orbit. Let it sit there. <laughs> it, it can't. Well, I know. It's, <laughs> it's out. It's out of gas. Uh, Voyager 2, eight years later, uh, makes its closest approach to Neptune. Yeah. And Neptune at the time was the second to last planet in the solar system. And still is, according to Tony Hubert. Still is, according to me. 1991, <laughs> Belarus gains its independence from the Soviet Union. Boy, the Soviet states are fleeing now. They're yeah, on the run in 1991. Which was the first one? I thought it was Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah. It, it was? Yes. I got Okay, good. Uh, Biela, Biela means white. White Russia. White Russia. Belarus. Uh, 1997, the former East German leader, Egon Krenz. Good name. Sounds like he's in Ghostbusters. I like him. Uh, he's Sounds like a James Bond villain. Mr. Krenz? <laughs> you never take me alive, Krenz. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? You expect me to talk? <laughs> no, no, Mr. I, Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> Cold thing. Still one of the best lines ever uttered by a villain. I'm pussy galore. <laughs> I must be dreaming. <laughs> I must be dreaming. How come there's never a Joyride Bond girl? Joyride? Yeah. I like Chew Me. Well, that, 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 was, the, that, that yeah. was also racist. Well, sorry. <laughs> All right, then Honey Rider. <laughs> God. Uh, Plenty O'Toole. Krenz is convicted of his... You know, he was banging her. That, that was Lana... Uh, that was... Uh, what's her name's uh, sister? Uh, Natalie Wood's sister. Remember? Uh, really? Yeah, Diamonds Are Forever. The gal they threw into the yeah. swimming pool. I didn't know there was a swimming pool down there. Remember they threw her out of the window? Yes. <laughs> well, that was Lana Wood, Natalie's sister. Oh, wow. He was banging her and Jill St. John. Oh, my. Yeah. That'd be a nice sandwich, huh? Better than Paris, 44. Oh. I'd rather have Vegas, 71. Yeah, that's... that's uh, Willard White speaking. <laughs> James Dean. Uh, no, no, uh, Jimmy Dean. Yeah, Jimmy Dean. So Krenz, uh, the, the former East German leader, he's convicted of a shoot-to-kill policy at the Berlin Wall. Well, because you have a wall, you might as well have it. No, you, just look, anyone... All right, how about push-to-kill? Anybody want to get just, pushed just, off? Just go grab the guy, okay? Just no. go grab him. No. We don't need to when shoot. When we put our wall down there... Shoot to kill, boys. Bullshit. <laughs> well, that's what you think. We're, if, if you're going to accuse us of being outright, you Bull. might as well go all the way. No. Let's electrify the fence. No, they're just going to tunnel Shoot under. anybody that gets within all 10 you're gonna feet do of it, is, like is, the great escape. All you're going to do is you're going to have Tom, Dick, and Harry coming from. And there's another one, George. I think there were four. Well, there's really four. Yeah, I think there were four, yeah. They, not depicted in the movie. but if you George read the book, is never mentioned yeah, if you in read the, the movie? Book, yeah, you read the book, there's four. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I never knew it. Okay, that's oh, yeah, talk but, about a good trivia question. But, yeah. Name the four tunnels from the Great Escape. But Elmer Bernstein still does the music, and Elmer doing yeah, the music. Yes. Um, no, you cannot. Come on, just go grab the guy. He's caught in barbed wire. In, well, that's anyway. like Steve McQueen. See, the Germans didn't shoot him. No, they came him up and they took Steve out of the barbed wire and brought him back, and they yeah. put him in well, the well. Kula. Well, hold it. First of all, they had to take the stuntman that did the jump out of the barbed wire first, put Steve in. What the hell was he thinking? Did he really think just by going over a small mound, he was going to propel a heavy German motorcycle over a barbed wire fence? You have to ask Steve. It wasn't Steve. It was Bud Eakins. God. They they let him ride everything. They let him do every stunt. He wanted to do that one, too. You know, McQueen was a nutcase. Yeah. He said, you're not doing you that. You ever watch that special we on him? I can't assure you for that one. You ever watch that special on him at Le Mans? What's his real when name? When he's out driving the car? 
What's his real first uh, name? I don't know. Terry. Terry? Terry Steve McQueen. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Voyager 1 in 2012. Now, he was cool. God, I mean, yeah. Damn, man, we don't have stars like that. He could have kicked the shit out of Tom that, Cruise. That footage that he got at Le Mans. Oh, yeah. He was, him and Paul Newman were crazy. Oh, man. my God. It's breathtaking. That was when they did- 200-plus uh, miles an hour down the Mulsanne straight with those cameras, getting those close-up shots. You know he had unbelievable. He did. Uh, he had like a, a bit part in uh, somebody up there likes me. Paul Newman playing uh, Rocky Graziano. Uh huh. And that like motivated him. I'm going to be bigger than Paul Newman. I'm going to be bigger than Paul Newman because that's the kind of guy he was really driven. Yeah. So when they did the movie together, Towering Inferno, there was a yeah. hell of a fight over credits because wow. I was like, hey, this is my whole. This is what I've been my whole career. I'm yeah. like, so the deal is, if you look at the credits, Paul Newman comes first, but Steve McQueen's higher. Which they wrangled over for I don't know how long over that one, but they finally came to the, okay. I'm first, but mine's higher. Yeah, all right. So that's it. Uh, where am I? Uh, oh yeah, 2012 Voyager one. Uh, another one. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, it 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 uh, it huh? leaves it leaves our solar system. It becomes the first craft to enter interstellar space. Um, yeah, you know, in a so few hundred million years, it'll it'll get to uh, Alpha Centauri. Huh? I, again, I let's see what's it going about thirty five thousand miles an hour. I, I don't know. I just know someday we're going to be on a tour. We being humans, well, thank you. We're going to be on a tour, and the tour guide's going to say, "And if you look to your left, you yeah. will see the quaint Voyager One still plodding along." <laughs> I, th- I think that's you've got a pretty rosy outlook on science. I don't know if we'll ever get out of this. I solar hope for system. the best, but I am with Elon Musk. We got to get off this rock. Oh, shit. We got to get off We've this rock. We've got about rock. 4 billion years. We've got plenty of time. But let's not procrastinate. <laughs> let's not put it off. Let's or not I'll tell you what, let's off. start in 2 billion years and then we'll get on it, okay? What's, what's the date today? Whatever. 2 billion 2017. Uh, <laughs> we're going to drop everything. We'll be on a new, and, uh, we'll be on a new numbering system. Ion by propulsion. Then. All right. Do you really think humans going to be around that long? No. No, we're not going to be around another. We're not putting over under on it. A thousand. Oh come on, we got to do better than that. I hope so. Hope so. That I tipping, plan on being around a thousand. Tipping points come off a quick, Arma. All right, who died on August the twenty fifth? Well, Pliny the Elder well, I'm did. Take my Mulligan. Consult Al Gore. <laughs> He'll tell you the exact day and date of the Armageddon. Right. Uh, Pliny the Elder, the great philosopher, commander. Yeah, have, yeah but not so great at inhaling. Uh, no ash. Didn't do well. His lungs just couldn't stand up no, to it. So. He, was already, he was already gone. He had to roll back. And I, now I, I don't know, though. I'm not sure he was. I think his studies might. Maybe he was trying to save people. Well, good for him. Yeah, then. but I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I think he's just stupid. We already mentioned Louis the Ninth at length. Yes. Passing away on and 1270. Being, uh, yeah, his soft tissues being boiled. Removed from Ooh. his uh, bones. 1819, James Watt, the great Scottish-English engineer, instrument maker, Watt, passes uh, away. And that's, of course, voltage, I think, right? Yeah, yep. voltage. Yep. Watt, the unit of... Now, passing away the same day, but oh, amp- years, amperage. years later, Faraday. yes, Michael Faraday in 1867. It's odd how these... What are the odds? Uh, 364 oh, to 1. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And take And switch your doors if you're on... That's yeah. even more useful scientific. So Faraday passes away in 1867. Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, uh, I've, re- I've read a lot of this guy's philosophy. Nietzsche Lo- says God is dead. On this date, God says Nietzsche yeah. is dead on August 25th, I 1900. Think both dead. 1945, John Birch, who we mentioned earlier in the Cold He's War. Uh, now, Armand, here's a guy for you. <laughs> yeah, this is what I want to get into. Well, I'm not so sure, but hold on. 
1956, Alfred Kinsey, the biologist and academic, passed away. Doing uh, a sex study, I'm yes, sure. Yes, but you know Kinsey, doing his sex study, did all sexes. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yes. And his staff oh, did as well. It's better than what he was. What was he studying before? Like moths or something? I thought he was studying yeah, insects. Guy, yes. What got into him? Well, he had a vision. He's a lepidopterist. And he he got this funded. And uh, You know, uh, speaking of James Bond, you know, M, that was his hobby. He was a lepidopterist. Oh, really? Yeah. That's trivia quotes. In fact, they even did it in, not in the Don't Bond. they have one where they come in and he's got the case out and, yeah, he's, but, and he's pinning? A, right, right. Rather rather small, whatever. The yeah. Hell. He, knew the, he knew the genus of species. Yeah. But that was George Lazenby. That was in uh, Honor Majesty's now, Secret Service. Now, by the way, there is a documentary on Netflix right now about George Lazenby and oh, yeah. the one-off Bond experience. Yeah, he was a dumb shit. I don't know who his agent was or whatever. They wanted him to. He wasn't even an actor. Well, he's a model, but right. so what? Well, I, mean, dude, I don't know. Well, I thought he was pretty good myself. So, Kinsey, um, the movie Kinsey with Liam Neeson in it is a good watch. Uh, it'll give you a good background. Um, Who's the I, other guy? Oh, Kraft Ebbing. We were talking about the other. And he's the one that you know. He's the one that actually formulated those words like masochism, yes, sadism, sadism, analingus. Mm-hmm. So, which you find. Personally, uh, revolting. It's revolting. Oh, consult. Yeah, you know, talk it over with your wife. Uh, you know, two consenting adults. Uh, no. You're, come on, uh, Kinsey would be. Just Kinsey would. <laughs> let's tamp that down, please. That's just you had tr- no, trying to get through the end of the show. You ain't no fun boy. Well, Remember that? Yeah, squeal, yes. squeal like a pig boy. Uh, Nineteen eighty-four. Truman Capote passes away. Everybody, well, I like to think everybody has at least read one Truman Capote well, I book. They, we used to have to read it in, uh, in, uh, Cold, in Cold Blood. Blood. That was a good movie, by the way. It is a good movie. With uh, Robert Blake, who's yes, it is. ironic bit of casting Yes, there. it would turn out to be prophetic bit of casting. Uh, let's uh, see. Who in was... Cold Blood, though, um, I've read it twice. What were their and, names? And Perry, uh, Perry Hickok? Was, Perry, Hick- I thought it was Perry Hickok and... Uh, I'm on minus computer because mine locked oh, up no, during uh, the show here today. Shit, I, 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 how can I forget and, those? And two Truman guys? took the a clutter, the clutter family to the one, and yeah, uh, they were pretty good friends. Yeah, I, I think he kept his little. Uh, he made drawings of him. Yeah, the uh, now and again, if you if you're not familiar, who assisted Truman Capote when they went to Kansas to research in Cold Blood and do the interviews? Was it? Uh, it's none other than. Well, wait a minute. I would assume is it his buddy that. Nope. Uh, Childhood friend from yeah, Alabama. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, what's her name that wrote uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes, Harper Lee. Harper Lee. Harper yeah, Lee went with friends. them and did all the note-taking yeah. and everything. And Because he was Dill. Dill yeah, was him. Yeah, Dill yeah. is Truman Capote and yeah. Mockingbird. Yeah. Now, he had that black and white. He had the uh, black and white balls. Ball, yeah. Yes. Not the black and white balls. Or parties. His balls were skin-colored like yours and mine. I don't know if he had any by the time he was done. Well, he, he had them. He, he just, had a great line about Mick Jagger. He called him a complete bore. Oh, really? Yeah, he goes... Every night, he goes out and does the exact same thing. <laughs> it's like going to McDonald's. I'd like to be bored like that. And I and I thought, what a, what a, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment or, yeah, he gets 20,000 people up out of their seats every night. Yeah, the routine's the same. So does a ballerina. They don't improvise. They do this. They find what works and they keep doing it. Well, he, I guess he, uh, you know, he had the big running uh, fight with uh, Gore Vidal. Yes. In fact, when he died, you know what Vidal said? No. I think that was a wise career move. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, this guy kind of drank and drugged himself to death. Did you yeah. ever read Breakfast at Tiffany's? Or, no, I'm not uh, a big fan of the movie. Was it music for chameleons? It's like a novella or something? I right. Know, yeah. I, I like. 
like his stuff. I mean, well, in cold blood was yeah. a remarkable a way to tell short to tell a story. It, it, it's just yeah, it absolutely grabs you. It's one of the books I really I gotta watch that movie. I haven't seen that I movie with. Not, uh, what's read, read the book again. No, no, not that movie. I'm talking about the Capote movie with uh, which Seymour one? There's Hoff. two. Was, was it Philip? One Seymour is Hoffman? Toby uh, Toby Jones, and the no, other is Philip about, Seymour yeah, Hoffman. That's the one I was. Yeah, yeah. I guess I have because what's her name? Cat was it? What's her Keener? Yeah, herself? Kathleen Keener. It plays Harper. Right. So I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I like the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That was that was a good film. And then I was in 1967. We missed. Uh, well, Norman Lincoln Rockwell. Norman Lincoln Rockwell. You know who this guy? No. Is? American Nazi Party. Oh yeah. P- portrayed by Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, Roots. Yeah, in yeah. Roots. Yeah, he got assassinated. Yeah. Gets assassinated. Yeah, you know why? He goes in the laundry. Poor guy. This is this is bad. You oh, know? okay. You know, even Nazis deserve a break. The guy's just going into a laundromat to do his laundry. Yeah. Hey, I forgot forgot the bleach. Walks back out, gets blown away. You know, in a. Snowflakes from his uh, ivory snow uh, pellets or whatever, all over the place. Got shot twice. Wow. And his son, you know. Yeah. And he asked, what, what do you think? Your father just got killed. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. Well, it's true. 1988, Art Rooney, founder of the Pittsburgh Steelers, passed away. All right. And the great legends in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, 2009, Ted Kennedy passed away. I have nothing to say about this guy. I'm sure you don't. Hey, Ted, you going to run for president? Uh... I'll drive off that bridge when I come to it. And in twenty, 20- that was a great joke. That's a joke, son. You, how do you defend him? How do I defend? I, did I, did I come to Ted's defense? Good. Don't. I told you I met him once in Milwaukee. Ugh. Didn't know why I met him though. You should have done what they did to Teddy Roosevelt. Shoot him. That's what happened to him in Milwaukee. Well, that's true. Well, that, I think that was all staged too. That was Could have, to horror. prove Ted. Yeah, was my a Bible tough saved guy. me. Yeah. Or was it his glasses case? Something. Yeah, right. Neil Armstrong passed oh, away in 2012. Yeah. And now, now here's what here's I here's re- a hero. I distinctly remember this wasn't like a big deal. No, no, I don't, I don't think it was. This a- man walked on the moon. No, he didn't. The first one. This uh, is a huge deal. I think I would consult Surreal Talk before I. Uh, <laughs> he told his kid to be quiet. <laughs> Somebody just. A family just walk by the. Don't worry. You can Bring say, your kids to work. Yeah, day but I, mean, here I, don't, I don't think it hurt if the, if the child was screaming. Um, All right, Neil Armstrong is a guy I would have. Okay. All right. Knowing well, what I know now about what he had to do as pilot of the uh, lunar module to get that thing landed on the moon, it would have been fascinating to to talk to him about the about those moments. He and Buzz both amazing. Well, I got one nineteen hundred. Have you ever heard of the Krebs cycle? Yes. The citric acid cycle? Yes. Okay. I yeah, have. I don't know what it is, but can you... Uh, two ATP for every one glucose molecule goes through... I mean, you used to know, have to know it for biochemistry. One, one glucose... How's it go? Malic acid, fumaric, fumaric acid, oxy... Oxyacetyl... Oh, man, it's a lot. Anyway, you're getting two ATPs plus NADH, which are coenzymes. This is what... It, go, it happens in the mitochondria. This is what gives you your little pep. Your vim and vigor. Do I get this from like orange juice? Glucose. Well, sugars. Any sugars. Breakdown of sugar. So in the presence of oxygen, if you don't have oxygen, you I think you you go through the pyruvate, which is a different sort of. Okay. Uh, but this guy that won the Nobel Prize for Mr. Krebs, uh, he was born nineteen. So if you get it's also you, called the citric acid cycle. It, isn't it? If you get your Krebs cycle going up, don't you lose a lot of weight? Well, you, well, you metabolize. You got yeah, a lot of energy. You got That's a lot of energy. energy. You yeah. start burning. 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that's ra- a good thing. Rather than burning oxygen, uh, well, I think you just probably burn fat. You burn fat more efficiently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ruby Keeler. Mm, who's this? Well, you've seen uh, Forty Second Street? Yeah, Footlight Parade, oh, Gold okay. Diggers of nineteen thirty-three. Gold Digger. She was married to uh, ain't Al Jolson. Nothing but a gold digger. Jay, I ain't messing around. I like Ruby Keeler. All right. She's, she's uh, she. Uh, yeah, she was born. Uh, she was uh, married to Al Jolson. Damn, in in okay. fact, I think when she died, they had a couple of moments of silence on Broadway. For oh, her. really? Yeah, that's big, wait. That's big news. Wait, is it true that when real Broadway legends die, that they dim the lights? Yeah, I think that's bad. I think that's it. Wasn't silence. I think they dimmed the lights. In fact, when uh, Fay Ray died, they dimmed the lights on the Empire State Building. Really? Yeah. That's a hell of a tribute. Well, I, don't think I watched did Kong Skull there. Island last night. Ugh. I know. I know. But I laughed out loud at points. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. At least I don't think it took itself too seriously. <laughs> it I got to give it credit. It did not. Whereas Wonder Woman <laughs> thought it was, you know, it thought it was Sophocles or something. I like, just. Oh, what a horrible movie I, it was. <laughs> Jesus this Christ. This thing was so. Yeah. I mean, at least they're kind of laughing. They're in on the joke. They know they're being stupid. <laughs> the the monkey uproots a tree and hurls it like a javelin yeah. and takes down a helicopter. That's my kind of That's action cool. movie at ten o'clock on a Thursday night. I hey, that love movie, it. that movie saved RKO. <laughs> oh, the, damn right the, it yeah. did. It was that was one hell. Of I one. remember. Hey, I remember it was when I was a kid. They brought it back to the Fox Theater. Oh, okay. Um, and they they brought out the old projection. Yeah. To see it like it was shown in '33 when they would show movies there. Yeah, I would, and they I had would a, see that. They had a huge inflatable Kong uh, outside the Fox climbing oh. or, you know. Yeah, uh, and I, in, in a sense. And I was 11 or 12 years old. And that must have been to me, that was great Very fun. impressive. Yeah. yeah. Now nothing impresses you. <laughs> well, something. You're, you're a cynic. Being, you, you know how Oscar Wilde defines a cynic? Well, well, well how's that? He knows the cost of every, the How's it going? He knows the price of everything and the cost and, of and nothing. The, vas- the value of nothing. The value of nothing. Yes. There you go. Oscar Wilde. All right. August 25th. It's been fun, Armand. I have Good nothing show. to declare but our genius. Good show. We will be back with you again on August the 28th. August the 28th is the next show here at lineupmedia.fm. Thanks to our producers, Andrew Allen, Brian Kroc, show writer Corey Smith, and my co-host, Armand Kachigian. Don't forget, check out all the other shows at lineupmedia.fm. Over 40 podcasts are waiting for you. Plus, you can like this one on Facebook, This Day in History, slash, or facebook.com slash This Day in History. And, of course, subscribe at thisdayinhistorypodcast.com. Select iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outline. So when August 28th, when that does indeed roll around, we will be right here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.